group, when new members come into your group, they bring this new level of excitement and energy, their curiosity, you know, we came into the group, it might be timely for them. So they will typically engage more. Hey everyone, it's Sandra DeFreitas here. Welcome back to the Engage Groups podcast. Let's talk about engaging in our free group. Next episode, we'll talk about engaging in our paid group, but engaging in your free group is different than engaging in your paid group. So let's talk about some expectations for your free group and even in your paid group, actually. When you have a group that's less than 40 members, it is really hard to engage them. It is really hard to get them to connect and talk. It feels like everyone's in a room kind of staring at each other, waiting for someone to do the talking first or to tell the story first, to break the ice first. So when you have less than 40 people, you can do a couple of things to get them going to engage them some more or work on your free group to get more people into that group to get over 40 because after when there's over 40 people, there will be more engagement. And whenever you bring in new people into the group, they typically will engage and get engagement going in the group because they are new. They are bringing coming in with excitement to be in the group. They're coming in with questions, et cetera, to be in the group. So if you have less than 40 people and you're not getting engagement in your group, this is why it is really hard to get people to chat during that time. Now, you might also be wondering, for those of you who have more, that like, when do we get people to post in the group on their own? And people will start to post in the group on their own when one of two things happens. A, you get over a thousand members. That seems to be the point where people start to engage um, and post things on their own. Or you have some sort of event, ongoing event where you're teaching. There might be homework. There might be things that they have to try and come back and report to. They might have questions. That's when you'll get engagement. That's when you get people will come and, um, and post in the group on their own. So typically, like I found whenever I run challenges in my group, that people will go in and they will ask questions because they've tried something that I taught and they either have questions about what I taught or maybe their group is a little different or something, or they're coming back to post a win as well. So one of those two things, so over a thousand, or when you get to a point where you're doing something consistent. And for me, it was running a challenge for just over a week is really a key way to get people to engage in the group as well. And if you're thinking about running a challenge, I am going to be running a workshop in June for challenges. So stay tuned to this podcast for more information on that. And if you're not in our group yet, please go to uh, Facebook and look for our group, Groups for Entrepreneurs with Sandra DeFreitas. And if you just type in Groups for Entrepreneurs with Sandra, you should be able to find it. So you don't have to learn how to spell my last name. All right. So engagement also works. will only work for if you do a few things. So in your free group, you're, you're going to make sure that you're consistent posting something once here and then realizing you haven't posted in a while and posting something else and et cetera. Like you have to be consistent. So whether you start by posting once a week and then move up to twice a week, or whether you start by posting, you know, four times in a month, but bring up that consistency. In fact, the more you post in your group, the better, but there's a limit. I do not want you posting every day in your group. A, you've got other things you need to be doing. B, when a group gets too overwhelming with too much content or things that they need to be doing or feel they need to be doing in the group, 
it um it'll actually deter people from coming into your group. So max post in your group five times a week, unless you're doing something like a challenge launch or some other launch in your group, then you'll obviously be doing more than just the five posts in the week. Now, posting engagement posts in your group are going to increase engagement in your group. And I'm gonna give you a little bit more on engaging posts or creating engaging posts for your group in a second. But the other thing is that when new members come into your group, so this is another key reason why to always be growing a group, when new members come into your group, they bring this new level of excitement and energy, their curiosity, you know, they came into the group, it might be timely for them. So they will typically engage more, but you know, Facebook will be also notifying them of new posts in your group because the way that Facebook looks at it as, oh, they're, they came into this group just recently and they want to know more about, about this particular topic. So if they want to know more about this particular topic, why don't we show them more posts? So that's what Facebook's going to do. Like they figure you join this group on whatever May 1st. And so you want to know more about this particular topic. So they say, well, great. We can bring Sandra back into Facebook if we show them posts on this particular uh, group that they just signed up for. So new members will receive more of your group posts when they first come into your group. Make navigation and things in your group really easy to find. You know, some people, you know, it's, it's sometimes groups are it, people will come in and they have every intention to like go through things in the group, but then they can't find things in the group or they, everything's a mess or nothing's organized in like either topics or guides or in the featured section. If they don't have those things to kind of point them into the direction of what to do next, even then people will like step out and they might get a notification that something was posted in your group, but because they couldn't find it the first time around, they're not going to come in and look for it the second time around. Okay. So navigation is key. Making it really easy for people to find things is key as well. You'll also want to have in your group exclusive events in your groups, things like challenges, things like training. Facebook lives are huge for engagement. So let's talk about engaging posts. So engaging posts don't necessarily have to do anything with what is what your group is about. Engaging posts are to help people connect with other people in the group by their answers of different things. So one of the most highly engaging posts in a paid group that I was a part of, that I was actually one of the managers, of, or I was the manager of the group, was a post, show us your pets, okay? So everyone loves to talk about their pets, how cute their pets are, you know, their story, did they rescue them? Were they, did they go to a special breeder? Did they, whatever. Like everyone just loves talking about their pets. So when you show a picture of your pet and someone else loves the look of that pet, because that's what they're judging it on, or that your pet has the same name as their pet, or they are the same breed or what have you, guess what? They're going to start connecting over this, the fact that they all both have dogs and then other people will chime in. And the thing is like when, when someone posts a picture of their, their dog, their cat, their beta fish, their lizard, whatever, other people are commenting in the comments like in the thread of that particular picture comment. And that brings up engagement. So those posts, those engaging posts that you're posting that have nothing to do with what your group is about will actually bring up engagement. And so why that is important is if you have an engaging post, like particularly that one about the pets, then I will see that post 
And because I interact with it in some way, even just by reading it, then Facebook's going to say, oh, she really liked the content in this group. So let's bring her back into Facebook by showing her the next thing that's going on in that group. And so they'll give me another notification for that group. Or in my group feed, it'll pop up towards the top because I've been very active in that group. So these posts, although they may not have anything to do with the topic of your group, are very important to bring more engagement into your group. So what makes a very engaging post for your group? Well, you have checklists, right? So the checklist of an engaging post would be, it has to be fun. If people feel safe answering the question that you're posting, it has to be a question, right? Or an action that they need to take. It shows your values, shows their values. It doesn't make them vulnerable. So you don't want to ask a question that will make people feel uncomfortable answering it. If they're uncomfortable answering it, they're not going to answer it. If it's easy for them to answer, right? Like what is the best book you've read all year long? Or show us a picture of what your desk looked like. You know, those are easy for them to answer. It's not a vulnerable thing for them to answer and they feel good about answering it. If it makes them look good or smart or if the answer is completely true for them, they're going to want to answer it. You know, ask people for advice. People always love to give advice. People always want to give feedback because it makes them feel good. They can do it without feeling that judgment, okay? And so always make sure that that post is also positive. Controversial posts will definitely get engagement. It's up to you if you're up for that or not. Okay, the results, like I said, connections between members, it creates connections with you and them. I mean, it maintains a positive environment in your group and it creates a positive reaction emotion in your group as well. So I'll give you an example of one post that I did. It was an engaging post, my free group. And it was, if 2020 was an ice cream flavor, which ice cream flavor would it be? And so, you know, they, you would typically think that people would pick something like Rocky Road. It was a Rocky Road. But what people actually did was made up their own flavors, you know, like hot tar with, I don't know egg on it or something. It was like really crazy ice cream flavors that they made up. But now everyone was getting creative in that thing. So everyone was trying to top someone else or some people were trying to top the others with an even more creative idea. And it was just a nice sense of laughter and connection within that group of like funny things that people put together. So those engaging posts are really important for your group. If you would like engaging posts written for you, I encourage you to check out our membership, engagegroups.com slash membership, because we actually create 12 plus engaging posts for you to use in your group each month. So we give you one for Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays in your group each month with the caption and the image to go with it. So you can just schedule them out every month. All right. Facebook lives are another great way to get engagement in your group. Engagement's dropping in your group. Go and do a Facebook live. Teach them something. Do a, a Q&A. Tell them what's new in the industry, what's timely, etc. Tell them about a coaching conversation you've had with someone in your community. Tell them about a product that's coming up. You name it. So engaging posts in your free group are really a great way to get people talking in your group. Facebook lives as well doing any other exclusive event in your group will get people engaged in your group as well. And if you've got a group that isn't necessarily talking or isn't necessarily creating their own individual posts, 
And I know I said over 1,000 people will start to do it, but if you want to see action before then, what you could do is go to your group and say, hey, this group is for everyone. And if anyone would like to create a post to ask a question or to get feedback on something, you know, please go ahead and create that post. This group, this post is for everyone. Okay. So that is something that I would have you do in your free group. So just to summarize, consistency is key. Grow your group to over 40 for that initial engagement in your group. Grow your group to over a thousand if you want that connection and you want people to start creating their own posts. Go live in your group, have events in your group and put in an engaging post in your group, you know, two to three times a week. And if you want those posts created for you, go to engagegroups.com slash membership and we create those posts for you each and every month. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. I will see you in our next episode next week. Bye.